This is Matthew Hoagland, team lead of the Hoagland Real Estate Group at Remax Premier Properties, and you're tuning in to The Hoag List. Why do we choose to work with certain professionals and businesses? Well, I strongly believe that the number one reason we choose to work with anyone is trust. Here, we take a deeper dive into the lives of some of the best professionals that Louisville has to offer to see what makes them tick and how they can bring value to you. Let's go. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Matthew Hoagland again with another episode of The Hoag List. Um, again, this is Matthew Hoagland with Remax Premier Properties, uh, team lead of the Hoagland Real Estate Group. Uh, today, I have a very, very special guest, uh, friend, mentor, uh, golf. I'm going to call him a golf expert, uh, Mr. Josh Snyder. Uh, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well, thank you. Great introduction. Yeah, no. Well, so Josh is actually, uh, he's been a PGA member uh, here in the Kentucky section for uh, 21 years. He is also the director of instruction at the Golf Academy uh, over at Persimmon Ridge. And uh, Josh, you won the 2018 Player Development Award yeah. uh, for the section last yeah. year. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was one of my first awards, you know, personally. I've actually had a couple as I served the section, um, you know, and when you serve on the board, you kind of get to get plaques. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, that was the first one that was kind of voted by my peers and. Uh, really, it was it was cool because it was all the history of all the kids that I've been able to you know be involved with in the game uh, since my days here at Charlie Vetner. You know, just looking over the golf course right here, um, and you know uh, having that kind of you know circle back with me just teaching full time. And right. you know, I obviously was directed more about what I have done and accomplished uh, recently, and you know, transitioning from being a a head golf professional to, you know, a director of instruction. But, uh, you know, I look at it as, you know, my 21 years in golf too. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, well, you know, and I've, I've actually had a opportunity, uh, to work with Josh for three years. Uh, and he, you know, he sent me off to, to, uh, to Louisville country club back in 2011. But I, I can say this, that Josh certainly deserves the award. And, and I've just, uh, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about him, but I'm going to let you, Josh, just tell us, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, kind of how you got into the game and, and where you are now. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I'm a Louisville native and I mean, you know, again, uh, kind of grew up right here. I mean, you know, um, the, you know, we're over on at Charlie Ventner, uh, golf course and kind of overlooking and, uh, so I'm from Front Creek and, I played golf with my dad, who's a very good player, um, but I would only play in between all the other sports that I participated in and, you know, went to Louisville Mill High School and really kind of found my passion for playing the game, uh, you know, right around my junior, senior year. I uh, started caddying over at Valhalla and really got the experience of um, what elite customer service was uh, just in seeing, you know, especially at that time, this is in 1989, right, when, you know, two years or three years after Valhalla opened, uh, and to see the who's who of Louisville at that point in time, which was what it was, sure. you know, there was only a hundred members maybe, uh, and, you know, seeing them and how they operated on the golf course and how the golf professionals were looked upon, 
from these CEOs and business leaders uh, just really kind of inspired me to get into the game. And, uh, you know, and from that, um, you know, went uh, two years at what I like to say UK on Broadway at Jefferson Community College, <laughs> but I got my associate's degree. I, I fast forward at Prion and, you know, I set a go as a, when I got into uh, working and uh, passed you know, uh, into the PGA and gained my membership. My next move was I wanted to be a head pro before I was 30. And I was fortunate to go work for, you know, the right individuals. And I mean, and this is kind of like what, you know, um, leads you down to the path of success, but is, you know, putting your place, uh, finding, finding the right place to work and, and, you know, putting your path. And I had a, you know, very, uh, individual go. I wanted to be a head professional before I was 30. I wanted to be Harvey Pinnock. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's my, he is my hero. I mean, one of my, one of my golf heroes is definitely Harvey Pinnock, uh, who is just a club professional, uh, that taught the game. And, um, so, you know, working for the right people. And I went, I was fortunate enough to leave Charlie Vetner uh, after I got my PGA membership working for Carl Owen, who was one of the best golf professionals ever in the state of Kentucky. Uh, and then went and worked for Mike Thomas, who was the president of uh, Kentucky's uh, PGA section at that point in time at Harmony Landing. And I uh, was very fortunate there. Again, the exposure that, you know, now that I gained from working with Mike, uh, you know, he's he's a golf hero too, you yeah. know, with Justin. So, Absolutely. you know, I was able to see Justin uh, play and develop at a young age, left there and um, went to Louisville Country Club. And, you know, as you know, I worked for Scott Sedgwick, who's – you know, in my mind, probably the best uh, golf professional for me, for sure. One of my mentors. Oh, absolutely. As- and, I, and I give him I give him so much uh, credit to, you know, a lot of my behaviors and the way that I am in my own business now. So, yeah. I right. Mean, you, yeah. You- I mean, you, you know, I mean, everything that you work for and learn from me was kind of how I, I learned. And then you went over and got the experience and you saw that it was greater than what I gave you. Right. <laughs> I mean, he is the one percent. I mean, more professional. Oh uh, well, yeah, I may, yeah. I, I might have been a little bit better. You were, but, you were more fun. Oh no, there's no doubt. I mean, and I probably weren't a better operation too. I mean, all the way through. I just right. have to say that. I mean, yeah. you know, but I mean, you know, he is he is definitely the one percent. But you know, again, being in the right place, right time, uh, that was a great career move for me because I was actually ready to get out. I was going into some other field, uh, but um, you know, after working for Mike for two years, that was my goal. Uh, you know, still kind of got off the track a little bit, but when I went over and worked for, uh, at Louisville country club, it was just an excellent opportunity to open the doors. I was able to become a, you know, the head professional at Oxmoor country club. Um, and, you know, ran the golf operations there for 15 years before I left and, you know, really doing what, you know, uh, doing what I needed to do probably about 21 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so now you are, um, you are the director of, of instruction at the at the golf academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you like about what you do over there? What's what kind of inspires you, and what you know what what makes you bring it every day? Because you know, I know that I have several people that have come to you for some golf instruction, um, and, and and again, you've I've taken lessons from you myself. But what uh, you know, I, what I, do you I, like about that? Well, that's a great question. I think uh, you know I've always enjoyed. Um, teaching. I mean, that has been my number one priority. And so, you know, I enjoy watching somebody else hit a good shot versus me hitting a good shot. Um, and, you know, so I think that, you know, just the, the opportunity to learn from others, the opportunity to meet people who are new, 
and then, you know, help them have more fun. I mean, you know, because ultimately it's what it's about. I mean, you know, I was thinking that there's, you know, all, all the time, I mean, everybody's perfecting the swing, but really what they need to be doing is just hitting something that is, you know, mediocrely okay and learn how to play the game and enjoy, enjoy the walk. Uh, so, you know, what kind of gets me going is, you know, I'm, I, I love the golf swing, love studying about the golf swing. I love all the uh, science and technologies that are out there, but also like not using it. Um, and so, you know, that's the great thing about the golf academy is go that back to the basics. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's a great, there's a fine line between knowing all the information and being able to use it and being aware of it, but then also to letting that go and just executing well, a shot. And maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that, you know, for certain individuals, too much information could maybe cause people to overthink things a little bit more than they need well, to be. Well, I mean, everybody overthinks things. In right. I mean, I saw something that popped, you know, I was fortunate when I was at uh, Oxmoor country club that, you know, there's a lot of golf professionals that came over and I would allow, uh, you know, to hit balls and um, a lot of great old time Kentucky hall of fame golf professionals that not only would I get to watch them hit balls and talk to the game, you know, uh, they, they would drop off little pearls of wisdom and buddy dimly. I mean, you know, and he said, golf is easy. Humans make it hard. Right. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's everything between the ears. Right. I mean, I mean, it really is. I mean, you know, we're trying to, you know, most, most people try too hard. And when you golf is the only sport that when you start trying harder, you get worse. And, uh, so then that, that's what makes it a challenge. Yeah. But, you know, for me, and just real quick, I mean, you know, on that, I just truly blessed that, you know, to be able to to help, you know, others get better and get more out of the time. But then also, too, now, you know, what I do is, you know, helping kids make their teams, helping kids not only, you know, want to learn how to play the game that they're going to play for the rest of their life, you know, do it a little bit better. And then once they make their teams, if they want to play in high school, they can play in high school. You know, if they want to play in college, you know, we got pro we, we put college players out and you know with collectively my team over at the golf academy with Corey kaufman and kobe wallets and uh betty barrett Kreger and uh garrett nielsen who's an intern who we've he's done a fantastic job uh helping me with a lot of the clinics but it's easy to get ready when you're just going over and helping people get better and at the end of the day high five yeah <laughs> so it's pretty cool so so tell our listeners maybe you know, some of the programs that you have, is, is it just individual instruction? Is it group setting? What, what do you all offer over there? All, yeah, we, we, we're unique in the sense that we do a lot of group programs, uh, especially for the kids, you know, that are playing in high school. Um, we'll have two hour practices with, you know, because we have four bays, we have the ability to put 10 kids, uh, into both bays without anybody getting hurt. So, we do a lot of that on Saturdays. We have just a total growth of the game day. Uh, that's something that, you know, I personally do and use my intern Garrett, who's like I said, done a great job for me this year. And uh, that is, you know, growth of the game for five to eight year olds, eight to 12 year olds. And then we have like a 13 high school development for kids who are either in high school or still, you know, in eighth grade that want to play golf. So uh, that's all day Saturday. Um, so we do a lot. We cover all the bases over there. I mean, just from the you know very infants all the way up. I mean, um, it's pretty it's pretty neat. No, oh, that's awesome. Well, and you and I were talking a little bit before uh, before we jumped on here. You know, from from my experience, you know, once we get kind of past October, a lot of people just kind of put the golf clubs away and uh, just you know kind of wait for warmer weather. But 
you know, with, with your all set up over there um, and the ability to, you know, take instruction, like what are some ways that maybe you all can help people stay sharp, you know, over the winter months or even just uh, to kind of keep their, their 2019 per se, you know, swing, yeah. you know, keep everything kind of going. I mean, I think that the, the off season is when you, you make your biggest changes. The, the cool thing about what we do too, and I have always done this, you know, I was, um, fortunate to be teaching indoors as soon as I got to be a head professional. So I was kind of, you know, built indoor facilities at, you know, my previous employment and, um, you make your great changes in the winter. So, you know, if you want to get better, that's when you put the effort in to make some changes, whatever it may be. It could be, you know, just working on your alignment. Well, okay. Hey, you know, 18 times a day, you need to just walk in and out and pick up a seven iron and just, you know, have rulers down and, and sticks. Um, but, you know, we really preached for the first three months, especially uh, as everybody's kind of coming down and there's still some golf season, you know, get back to learning pivots, get back to swinging fast, uh, do some strength training. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can do that'll make you better. I mean, TPI, which is, you know, there's a lot of uh, Titleist Performance Institute certified trainers throughout Louisville. Uh, they are excellent. If you ever want to get an evaluation and see where you're at and get a program together that you can go do at Planet Fitness or you can do it in your backyard. Uh, so, you know, the the time is right to make changes, uh, you know, but like you said, most people put them away. And yeah, well, and, and you know, something that, you know, I'm very fortunate that that my father uh, started me off, uh, you know, in golf when I was 10. Um, you know, I started you know, I played baseball left-handed, Josh, I threw left-handed, but my dad actually started me as a righty in golf because, you know, my, my left hand being, being dominant. But, uh, but what, where I was kind of going with that is golf is something that, you know, f hopefully that I'm going to be able to play for the next 30 something years of my life. You know, I'm competitive. Right. Um, I, I enjoy competition and, you know, football and basketball, things like that. Like, yeah, you can still play those in some aspect, but but golf is something that, you know, I can take forever. Um, so with that being said, you know, growing the game has been a, you know, a big push the last five to seven years or it always, you know, for, years, right? you know, for PGA professionals. Uh, what are some things that, that maybe you guys are, are doing on your end uh, or just kind of talk Talk to me a little bit about yeah. that. I mean, it's a great question. Even I mean, in the section. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, on our end, I mean, one of the things, I mean, the, again, is the introduction programs. I mean, uh, you know, doing the weekly weekend, uh, the weekly weekend, um, Saturday development clinics for all ages. And again, you know, uh, that's, that's something that we really kind of strive on. But, you know, do a lot of work with the schools. And, you know, we do it with the CSAA here, the Catholic School Association. I mean, there's a lot of parishes that are, you know, um, that participate and have um, kids who, you know, play golf. Uh, and then we also do the Jefferson County. And so, you know, over the last month and a half, I have been working with the JCPS schools. So all the public schools have been coming out to our facility and we've had over, you know, 50 to 75 kids weekly. Uh, with their middle school golf program. And I think that's, you know, when you look at it and how do you reach them, uh, you need to give them something that they can come and get uh, the opportunity and the experiences just to be able to play because it will carry over and it is a game of a lifetime. Uh, there is no doubt that, you know, you, for an example, playing all the other sports can come into golf 
with some athletic experiences and be able to play it reasonably well. Right. Well, and that's one of the things too that I, you know, picked up as, you know, developing, you know, myself as a member of the PGA and being a club professional, uh, that's something, you know, that we all don't, don't single yourself out to just one sport, like as right. a kid, because you're, oh, you're right. developing all these different uh, motor skills, hand-eye uh, coordination. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't I still specialize. Yeah, yeah I, don't I, specialize. I, I will preach that all the way up until they're 15, and then at 15 they have to decide on do they want to play. You know, is is just playing high school golf good enough? Uh, because if that's all you want to do, you can continue to play other sports. But if you want to go to college and, you know, and you have to kind of at 15, whatever that sport is, you kind of have to pick and say, okay, hey, I'm going to give these next two years everything I got to be able to go to college and play this sport. Now, there's a lot of kids that don't want to do that. But again, in golf, I mean, the great thing about it is, that, you know, you're not getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not jumping up and blowing out your knee. I mean, and, um, so, uh, you know, and it is a game of a lifetime and it is one that, you know, the challenge is not necessarily hit the perfect shot or shoot the perfect score. It's just to, you know, go out there and hit a mediocre, you know, shot and get the ball in the hole as quickly as you can. Yeah. And, uh, it will come back and be able to pay them off, you know, twice fold with, you know, their business deals down the road. I mean, again, I'll just go back to what, you know, kind of got me into golf and that was, you know, caddying at Valhalla for the who's who of Louisville in 1989 when there was only a hundred of them. Right. Um, and so, you know, and just seeing, you know, how they, uh, the business deals that they, that went down in transaction and then, you know, just obviously, um, being around elite people. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I kind of want to, we'll steer a little bit away from that for a minute. I got a few interesting kind of fun, fun topic questions I, I'd go. like to ask you, but, uh, Tiger Woods, you just said something to me, you know, talking about blowing out a knee. And that just, <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as you said that, I'm thinking, all right. So Tiger, in my opinion, is one of, uh, is a really good comeback story for sports and, and something that he's done recently, uh, has just really inspired me because, you know, he's, he, he's coming from a place of, of shame and just, just, you know, the world, you know, I, I can't imagine what, what was like, I mean, he put himself in that position, but I can't imagine right. what that was like. And then to come back to work as hard as he did to come back from that uh, was pretty special in my opinion. Uh, it was the greatest, greatest masters victory ever. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's up there with 1986 and Jack Nicklaus oh, for, for sure. sure. Well, and, and, and my question for you is what, Will we ever see another player like Tiger in our lifetime? Well, that's a great question, but yes. I mean, you know, there's there's no doubt. I mean, um, that they run in cycles. Um, they're usually 10 to 12 years. His dominance, though, was was great. Um, you know, they're all chasing Jack Nicklaus still, but, you know, there is somebody that is looking at him as the model. And, you know, even though he's – and his pursuit of Jack Nicholas is like you said, I mean, you know, the comeback story and what, you know, he's really changed his personality. He's changed how he's dealing with the media. He's, I mean, you know, he's really changed. I mean, you can see that, you know, he is generally happy. You can see that, you know, outside of, you know, whatever pain he has, um, you know, his, his, even after his post games are pretty good, you know, he'll go over and meet with the press where in the past he would just walk by him. And I think that, um, you know, his story is still being written and he will contend. I mean, obviously every year he's going to contend at the masters every year. 
Yeah. I mean, but he, he's he, also he's also probably looking at this, you know, record story of hey, I can play great at this golf course and the British Open's here in 2022. I'm going to make that my priority. Right. And just sing Well, in the Masters too, it you know, just from from my point of view, the Masters you always seems like you see, a, you know, an older guy kind of contend in that second, third, oh, yeah. fourth day. Yeah, they're everywhere. Um all the time, you know, versus some of these other courses where they're longer and yeah, Bernhard like Langer. I mean, every year, I mean, he's still contending and he's 65 and winning on the, you know, just won the Charles Schwab cup again. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. What is your, I, I've been asking all of my guests this and, and it's, it's a fun question for me, but uh, what, what do you like about the city of Louisville? That's a great question. And I'll tell you, I like a lot of things. I mean, I yeah. think this and is, I, mean, I think this, like. you know, and being fortunate to travel uh, just, uh, you know, predominantly here in the United States, uh, going to some of the biggest cities, um, there's nothing better than Louisville, uh, top to bottom. I mean, you know, and, and whether you're a car fan or a cat fan or Spalding University fan or <laughs> Bellarmine fan or, or Western, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, or IU Southeast. I mean, it's, and that's a great thing about Louisville is that you can also, you get, you know, there is just so many different sections that you can just go and get a great experience that is different. Uh, whether you're at the Iroquois Amphitheater or you go over and um, you know to Jeffersonville, right? And walk across the you know the bridge and you know and eat some of their pizzas and stuff like that. So it's and and you know the other cool thing about it now is just it is definitely I think with all the the bourbon industry and the you know everything that is growth of downtown and Nulu and all that it is definitely a foodie town too. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's I pretty mean, cool. I've, that's been one that's of the things cool. that a lot of a lot of our guests have been talking about us too. So, so what's a favorite restaurant of yours that maybe somebody hasn't you know visited or that that, that you think they should check out? Del Frisco's. You know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say Hikes Point Lounge. No, I would never check that place out. <laughs> don't ever, don't, don't ever admit to that, especially no. in a podcast or anything like that. So no, I, I, okay. I don't, I know where it's at. Yeah. There's a subway right there. I'll go to subway. I'll go to subway. Uh, no, I, Del Frisco's is definitely my favorite. I like to just you know, say, you know, that I've because, actually been there one time and yeah. that was with uh, old Dr. Jimmy Dean. Oh yeah. yeah. You remember that Man, guy. He's a great guy. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the only reason I like Del Frisco's the best is that when, uh, uh, years ago, again, kind of going way back in time, uh, is the it was the premier steakhouse in in Louisville, and uh, my dad's best friend came in, and he uh, he was a lawn care guy, and you know he worked in D.C. and uh, he you know basically he ran a lawn care business up there, and you know he he did well for himself, and uh, had a nice little boat that was on the on the Potomac right there, and. Uh, nice little house and all that stuff. But anyways, he came in and they were going out to eat and I was like 15 and, and they were going up to Del Frisco's and John had on some jorts and a t-shirt yeah, I mean, and he said, and I was like, Oh, you're going to Del Frisco's dress like that. And he says, son, let me tell you something. When you pay a hundred dollars for a steak, you can wear whatever you want. <laughs> no, I don't disagree. And I was the like, "Well, are good. oh, it's it's my favorite steak in Louisville." But I mean, you know, one of my favorite restaurants in in just kind of like you know, kind of off the beaten path um, that I, that I really enjoy, El Nepal. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I hate to even admit that. <laughs> You know, I don't I'm know gonna go ahead and tell, I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna go ahead to Hikes Point in Nepal. That's on the I other just, side of Subway, wherever that one lounge was. I I, I've never one. been to that lounge. I haven't either. No, that's 
That is one of my guilty pleasures of Louisville. I probably go once a week. El Nepal? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's, there's nothing better. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm going to give you one more, and this is this is really off of the cuff. And I and you're not going to offend me. You t- you can say anything you want. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, give one of your favorite stories of, of you and I, whether it be working together, whether it be games, whatever. I just I, I want to hear what your most memorable uh, experience is, but, you know, in our, in our friendship. That's great, but I, I that's another great question. I mean, and there's so many. I just go back to the time that I was hiring you, and, and you know, and it was between, you know, you and somebody else, and uh, obviously my second assistant job at uh, my previous facility wasn't the glamorous job, uh, but you know, you came in and uh, that interview and really, you know, put it on the table, and I like that, and you know, and you really kind of went, you know. Um, you came in leading with your heart. And I think that's something that, you know, I kind of look at is like, you got to go with your gut, but whatever you do, you got to lead with your heart. So, I mean, you might not like the right decision, you know, but in the gut, you know, it's the right decision, make it, you know, and then go out and lead. And that day, uh, you know, you, you, you threw it all out there. You were so professional and it was like, so funny. I mean, because, you know, you were also coming in as just a, uh, I think from what uh, L right? L and N, Brooks L Country got got the recommendation from Kentucky Joe, who yeah. I, who I've known forever, and <laughs> you know, so you basically were hired when you came in the door, but right. it, but uh, it was uh, it was a great because you came in and you know you you put it all out there and said this is you know what I'm going to do, and you know, and I looked at my opportunity similar to the way Scott gave me that and you know and I was I was you know very fortunate to have a to be double A for Louisville Country Club to be able to send my assistants right. over to Louisville Country Club uh because he knew if he got one of my assistants they were going to be the best assistant on his staff yeah and um so you know you kind of came in put in lead with your heart told your story um, that was and, a little raw. Yeah, a little raw. Gave, <laughs> gave a little, uh, a little lean back and maybe a curse word or two. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was one. And I was just like, did you just give me a curse word in this interview right here? And uh, being that's, as you a made kid, me, you made me too comfortable. Oh, I know that's what I did. But I'm mean, coming both coming from Fern Creek. <laughs> that's right, Fern Creek, and then partly Georgia, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you got a lot of country in. So you. hey, I, I don't want to cut you off, man, and I, I do appreciate you sharing that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. something I, I don't think. That I've ever ever heard that from you, but that uh, does mean a lot, and it, it means a lot that you've uh, you know come and shared your your story and and some of your things you got going on uh, uh, here today on the podcast. Uh, if if anybody is looking for instruction, uh, whether it be in a group setting, individually, uh, if somebody's looking for a package to buy as a gift for Christmas or birthdays, uh, what is the best way to get a hold of you? You can email me, Josh, at thegolfacademypr.com. You can find me on the web. I'm on the worldwide internet, uh, but it's the Golf Academy, the Golf Academy, PR, as in Persimmon Ridge, but just the PR.com. Uh, and all that information is on there. Obviously, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook, uh, JJ Snyder67. Follow me on Twitter. You just follow me, yeah. But I will help you make get better. That's for sure. I mean, you know, the one of the things that I do is I make people better, mo better, mo better. That's that, right, that's, mo that's, better. That's a uh, that's an old one back. Uh, oh yeah, Oxmoor days. But yes, anyhow, sir. all right. Hey, thanks again, Josh. I uh, just want to thank everybody else for 
for tuning into another episode. Uh, as always, uh, you know, this is really about uh, just wanting to, to promote other people that I know that I, that I believe in, that I trust. Uh, and I, that's all that I'm ever going to bring to you. So uh, leave us a note or a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, anything you'd like to see different or, or ways that we can improve. Uh, always looking to get better. Uh, check us out on Facebook, all the other social sites, uh, the Hoagland Real Estate Group at Remax Premier Properties. Our website is www.mylouisvillehomesearch.com. Again, that's mylouisvillehomesearch.com. Uh, you can also contact me on my personal cell, 502 294 Myself and my team would, would love an opportunity to talk to you about uh, your real estate goals um, and go from there. So uh, thanks again, Josh. Uh, Thank you. Yep. And we'll, uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you.